Direct King's Court starts now. St. Louis and all parts northeast, south, and west. We welcome you, and this is the Window World Kings Court. Window World Kings Court, right here on KevinSlaytonShow.com. If you're listening for something else, you're in the wrong place. If you want a good dose of BS, go somewhere else. But if you want the unvarnished truth, backed up by facts and evidence, you've come to the right place, and we'll even let you talk. How about that? That's unusual today in the world of talk radio. No one wants to hear from the audience. I do. 636 You can weigh in on any of our topics as we go around the day. And there's a lot of things to talk about, but of course the one overriding topic is this nonsensical defense of the no-transparency White House that somehow Biden inadvertently found these documents at his house in three different locations which, as you'll hear Jonathan Turley say later on, indicates that he, at least he, perhaps others, knew of the existence of these documents, and they were divided up into locations because he was using them, perhaps writing a book, which we know he was writing. But for anyone to think these documents were inadvertently taken, you'll hear from Brett Tolman, who's a former U.S. attorney, who had the highest security clearance you can have. And he'll explain to you just how difficult it is to move these documents, not just out of the White House, into your own house, but to move them out of the room that you're only supposed to be using to look at them in. So, as the days go on, the lies get deeper, 
the swamp and its quicksand start to surround this moron. And as if that's not bad enough, we're going to play for you his attempt to sing happy birthday to Martin Luther King Jr.'s daughter-in-law. If nothing else tells us that this guy should be removed from office immediately, this will do the trick. I promise you that. You'll also hear him stumble to the nines over trying to pronounce Ketanji Brown Jackson's name. The very Supreme Court justice that he nominated, he forgets who she is. That's all to come. I mean, there's just, there's so much entertainment. It's actually laughable. Did you hear Chuck Todd trying to act like a journalist on Sunday? Or I shouldn't say act like one. He told everybody he was one. Molly Hemingway will tell you why he isn't one, and she'll not pull any punches. Cash Patel will be along to tell us about Biden and how chummy he is with China. Matt Taibbi will give us his takeaway on these Twitter dumps. Matt Gates is going to tell us a story about how it is to be in the major- in the minority when you're in Congress. You know, we've said this all along, that Josh Hawley talks a lot about bringing bills to the floor but never does. And I understand he can't bring them to the floor because Schumer won't let him. But propose the bill, let Schumer veto bringing it to the floor for a vote, and then hold a news conference and tell the entire world what happened. To me, that's a winning strategy. It allows the voters to understand what you've been trying to do rather than just run your mouth. And when election time comes, they'll remember it because you're going to pound it into them. But whoever advises the Republicans never gives them common sense advice. But you'll hear what Matt Gates did and how it got shot down by Pelosi and why. Wait till you hear the why. Now you're going to hear a lot from the little black lesbian this morning, Karine Jean-Pierre, and how she continually lies. The lies are getting deeper. The lies are getting bigger and more obvious as she insists that she's transparent. And yet she's transparent about nothing. Absolutely nothing. Saki 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 will be along to give us another Biden defense, not just inadvertence, but you'll hear another defense they're going to give you as they try desperately, and I mean desperately, to bring some sanity to a, a complete crime committed by Biden, a felony. Multiple felonies, actually, if you want to look at these individual locations as individual crimes, which you should. And the the SOB had the nerve yesterday at a Martin Luther King Jr. speech to call the Republicans fiscally demented. The most demented man in the history of politics calling someone else demented. It gets back to what I've said all along. Whatever the Democrats accuse you of doing, they're doing it themselves. He's accusing Republicans of being demented when the demented guy is talking. That's not even a contest. Everybody's on to that one, Big Joe. Big Joe from Kokomo, you numbskull. And he really is. Well, we're going to get into all of that. And, of course, we'll have your calls. As we move along this morning on this Tuesday, we took the day off yesterday. The reason I took the day off is not because I have some tremendously overriding feeling of loyalty to Martin Luther King Jr., but it's because the rest of the country was taking the day off, and when that happens, not many people are in their cars listening to a morning radio show. So that's how we roll here, in case you're wondering. But I also wanted to tell you about how other people roll. And you can find out if you're looking for a new set of tires to roll with a new car on top of it, or a truck, or an SUV, it's easy enough. STL-cars.com. STL-cars.com. Go there and you can view their entire inventory of cars and trucks and SUVs. You can call them or text them at 314-309-3633. 314-309-3633. Now, Buying a car for you has been a hassle in the past. Those days are over. That's the beauty of this operation. All you have to do is tell them the car you want. You may see it on their inventory list of thousands of cars. If you don't, you can still tell them what you want. They'll find it for you. Tell them the price you want to pay for it. 
They'll get that car or SUV or truck for you, and then all you do is go get it and drive it away, or they'll have it delivered to you. That's stl-cars.com. Make sure you tell them we sent you. 314-309-3633. 314-309-3633. Ask for Don and tell him we sent you. stl-cars.com. Well, as I mentioned, there is a lot of ground to cover. A lot of it is in respect to these documents. But did you know that Biden is also building a taxpayer-funded wall around that mansion on the Delaware Beach? You ask yourself probably when you see these aerial views, as I did yesterday, of Biden's home where these documents have been found. He took your money, your money, that's right, not, not just mine, all of our money, and took all of it, and he has built himself a security wall around his compound on the Delaware Beach. Now, keep this in mind. Donald Trump left billions of dollars to finish the border wall. That money's unused because Biden refuses to build another inch of the wall. Now, where'd that money go? And why don't we have a media that demands an accounting of it? Did that money go to build Biden's wall around his mansion? But you might, as I did yesterday, ask yourself, how does this guy afford a mansion on the beach? And if you look at it, it's not some small mansion. It's huge. It's a compound. He can also afford a vintage Corvette on a $175,000 a year salary. Now, since he's been president, that's been boosted up to 400000 I noticed he didn't devote it uh, um, give it to charity as President Trump did. But nonetheless, who's paying for that wall around his house? I know we are, but is it coming out of the border wall money? Or is it just coming out of our everyday pocket? The wall is going to cost taxpayers almost $500,000. They claim it's funded through a government contract by way of the Department of Homeland Security. That sounds corrupt on its own. Department of Homeland Security was involved in the border wall. My guess is that's exactly where the half a million dollars is coming from. The border wall money that Donald Trump put together to build a wall. And you still don't think something's funny? You still don't think the stench of the Biden compound is real? It is. It's as real as it gets. This uh, document scandal that Biden is facing, these felonies, someone committed felonies, okay? Let's just get that out on the table. There's no debating that. Someone committed felonies. Now, do these documents just flow into thin air and land on in Biden's beach house? No. Do staffers, when they're packing Biden's belongings up on their own, go to Obama's quarters and steal his papers? Because those are Obama's papers. They're not Biden's. Biden wasn't president. So how do they land at the Biden compound? The person who committed the felony is the person who told someone to pack them. Now, who do you think would do that? I think we know. And his name isn't Donald Trump. So Chuck Schumer, who berated Trump when legal documents were found at President Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate. By the way, no FBI raids of Biden's compound yet, and Biden is alleged to commit felonies. There's no such allegation with Donald Trump. As president, he has the authority to declassify anything, anytime. Biden, as vice president, has no such authority. So he can't even make the argument that he declassified them. The inadvertence defense is a joke. Every defense they put up is a joke because they know it. They're desperate. They hope something will stick. It won't. So Charlie Schumer berated Trump, but now he wants to keep a low profile on us. He wants to play the part of Uncle Chucky just doesn't want to wade into the deep waters here because we really just don't know the facts. 
So let's let special prosecutors do a song and dance. Well, we do know the facts, Chucky. These documents were stolen. They weren't Biden's possession. Someone stole them for him, or he did it himself. And of all people, Don Lamont goes after Schumer. John, there's now a special prosecutor. Let's see what they have to say. We can have all this speculation and comment. Let's see what they have to say, and let's focus on doing things that help the American people. But Senator, I have to, I have to get into, have to say this. Uh, you, you seem much more measured about this than with the Trump documents, because you call for transparency with the Trump documents. You wanted lawmakers to have access to the documents, seized from the former president, uh, his residence in Florida, which it seems like you... Bottom line is, I said that night, it's premature to comment on what should be done. For and President I stick Trump, by that. Mean? Yes, for President Trump. That's exactly so you right. you think that That's your statements are consistent for I both? I sure do. For both. You bet. Oh, I sure do. I'm Mr. Consistency. You bet. You didn't say anything like that the night they raided Trump's house. Nothing at all. But he just wants to leave it alone now and not comment. Deserve. Let me just, let me, let me. Prosecutors will get to the bottom of this and let's let them do it for God's sake. I I know you you all want to buzz around and all of that, but. Let me, let me buzz for a minute, okay? Let me buzz for one minute, and I promise we'll get on this. It's not just us buzzing around. You're the, the Democratic head of the Senate. This is a really important so, issue. It's not just buzzing around. It's, no, this, this but is we have stuff. to, and if there were no special prosecutor, there would be, you know, you might have a different thing to say, but there is. And now we have the law enforcement people who have the power to get all the facts out doing it. I support both. I think we should have a special prosecutor on each. I don't mind your asking these questions, but my view is I'm not going to say anything. Let the special prosecutors do their job. Wow. This little coward. The guy that stands on the Supreme Court steps and threatens the life of two sitting Supreme Court justices now is tongue-tied. He's not going to say anything. He knows, and anyone with a brain knows, that the special prosecutor that Garland hired to investigate Biden is a crony of theirs. He's a crony of theirs. Do you think for one second that Garland wasn't in communication with Biden as to who he's going to pick? If you think that, you're a special kind of stupid. But go ahead and think it. Chuck Schumer wants you to think it. And I'm so happy that Schumer gave them permission to ask questions. I don't mind you asking these questions. Every All of you will just want to buzz around um, a real journalist buzzes around, Schumer. That's what they do. That's what they're paid to do. Not that these people are journalists. They're not. But that's what real ones do. They buzz around and they buzz around until they can sting you. If you're doing something corrupt. And that's your middle name. Chucky Corrupt Schumer. I wish someone would take those glasses off of his forehead and smash them into pieces. I really do. I'm so sick of that ass wearing those glasses. He never uses them. He just sticks them on top of his noggin where he has hair transplants or hair plugs all over the joint, except for one big bad bald spot in the back. You're going to put hair plugs everywhere. Don't put them anywhere, you moron. You look like an idiot, but you are an idiot. So that's not shocking to me. And then you've got Richard Fowler. Here's the danger of affirmative action. This guy named Richard Fowler is a black guy that Fox puts on the air. I don't know if he's gay or not, but he is black. And he talks a lot and never says anything worth hearing. He's full of himself, and he's also full of crap. I don't know how himself and crap got into the same body, but it did. So he was on Fox talking about Biden. Did he commit a crime, Richard Fowler? Look, I do agree that this is a deep problematic for this president. Any In crisis communication, what you want to happen here is you want to get all the information out in front. Anytime a special prosecutor is appointed when, for a sitting president, that's indeed problematic. This is not what this White House wants. But with that being said, for to sit here and to assume that the president is stealing documents, I think is also a farce, or at least assumptions at best. A farce? How did the documents get to his house? If you end up with a whole bunch of clothes that have tags on them from Macy's, but you haven't paid for them and they're at your house, did you steal them? Of course you did. How else would they have gotten there? These documents were stolen. So for him to sit there and say, oh, that's a farce to just think that. Yeah. 
Biden has admitted that they're there, that they are top secret documents. He's surprised by it, of course, the surprise defense. I'm sorry, Judge. I was really surprised that I could murder a guy, but I did. So that's my defense. I was surprised. If that doesn't work, I inadvertently pulled the trigger. And that's how he was killed. I mean, these things are laughable. They've become so embarrassing to people like this Fowler. And he's so intent because he thinks he's a lawyer, but he's not. He seems to think that if Biden didn't intentionally do something wrong, then he didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, but there, but intentionality matters here. Once he found out he had these documents, okay. he immediately Whoa, turned around. No intentionality, whatever that is, doesn't matter here. It is completely irrelevant. But not being a lawyer, he doesn't get that. He likes to play a lawyer on TV. It has nothing to do with it, in fact. So he just admitted, yeah, Biden committed a crime by taking the documents, but he didn't intend anything wrong. You stole government property. People from January 6th have been given long jail sentences for breaking a window. You stole things. They didn't steal anything. Brett Tolman is a former U.S. attorney with the highest security clearance one can have. Has a crime been committed here? A crime has occurred, and and the standard is not that you intended to harm the country or not that you intended something nefarious with relations to our national security. It's it's easy enough to prove that you intended the action which allowed for the document to be confiscated from where it's authorized to be viewed. So that's a standard that I know that other other individuals, I was you know, a participant in criminal investigations mm-hmm. involving classified documents. And they don't get the same benefit that this president is getting. No, they don't. Shockingly, right? They also don't get the same benefit that the media is giving them. But remember, the Democrats and the media keep telling us no one's above the law. What they mean is Donald Trump's not above the law, but we are. We are. Brett Tolman, what do we know regarding these documents from reports that we've all heard? From reports, we know that these are TSSCI documents. I held that same level of clearance. I can tell you that those documents do not just float around. They're not like the confidential documents or even the, the, the classical secret documents. These are the highest level of security that our country designates documents. These don't just lie around. Aides don't just, you know, utilize and move and push these papers around. In order to have them in your possession outside of where you're authorized to view them Mm -hmm. would take a concerted effort. A concerted effort? That sounds like a crime syndicate to me. The Biden crime family at work again. A concerted effort. I can tell you something about Brett Tolman. There's nobody that's talks on these programs that I have more respect for, especially as a former U.S. attorney. He doesn't BS, he doesn't beat around the bush, and he shoots people down when they're lying, just like Richard Fowler was lying, or making it up. He may have just made it up. Well, intentionally, ma- intentionality matters here, except that it doesn't. But that's the liberal way of talking. They just make stuff up, and if you hear them, you think, because you're too lazy to check, well, let Slayton do it for us. And that's okay, because I will check. But I already knew that one. But they just say things knowing that the lion's share of people in this country, in fact, the overwhelmingly strong majority, I would say 98% of people, don't check anything. And so the liberals think, and rightly so, in many cases, they can get away with anything. Because no one's ever going to call them on it. Has it ever happened from the media? No. Will it ever happen? I doubt it. Calling out one of their own if they do that. That's not how they're made. It just isn't. There's got to be more. I mean, they, they found more documents, by the way, yesterday, in case you didn't hear about that. So every day is a new day of recovering documents, and every night or afternoon they tell us, 
that we're being completely transparent and that that's it, you know, no more. And then here comes the fourth set of documents discovered. If you remember, Biden said after the first set how surprised he was. Knowing full well that there were other ones. And he never told us about it. Somehow in that demented mind of his, he thought he could pull it off where none of the other ones would be discovered. He even has his lawyers looking for them, which is a little bit different than Donald Trump. The FBI raided his home to look for them. And just so you understand, when you have your attorneys discover the documents, now all of a sudden attorney-client privilege kicks in. Isn't that odd how that worked out? And the appointment of a special prosecutor does one thing. It stops Congress from investigating in the proper way. And Congress will still investigate. They'll run a parallel investigation, but they won't have access to as many things. So the smokescreen that is Merrick Garland and a special prosecutor and all this Biden wanting everybody to be transparent is nothing but another Democrat lie, which they specialize in. And that's all it is. So I suspect there's more to come. Brett Tolman, what do you think there's more that we need to learn about? Did it have anything to do with Ukraine, for example, and, and the Biden's alleged uh, you know, financial dealings? Who knows? But otherwise, the p- mere possession is a, is a violation of federal criminal statute. The mere possession. Richard Fowler, do you hear that? It has nothing to do with intentionality. The mere possession of these documents is a violation. It's a crime. It's a criminal act. And it's been committed by Joe Wuhan Willie Otala Biden. And there is no doubt about that. Now, they're going to try to tell us, the liberals are, that we don't know who brought these documents to Biden's home. Did Joe Biden physically bring them? Of course not. Did he direct them to be brought there? Of course he did. They don't get anywhere else out of the National Archives unless Biden orders someone to take them. Think about it. Does your car just drive down the street? Or do you have to go move it yourself? All of the predictable liberal asshats come out of the woodwork when one of theirs is now clearly a criminal, even though we've already always known he was. But now he's a clear criminal, and he can't get away from it. There's nothing that will help him other than the media that's, that loves him and the Democrat judges and the liberal uh, prosecutor, special prosecutor. But nothing can save him in the minds of the people. But the litany of nitwits from the Democratic side, like Jamie Raskin, can't wait to pontificate on something that, that when they open their mouth, they provide all the evidence you need of just how stupid and illiterate they are. Now, Raskin is a guy, an arrogant, pompous ass, who went to Harvard's law school. Now, I've heard uh, Alan Dershowitz say many times that apparently Raskin didn't learn what he taught him in constitutional law, or he ignored it. But when you hear this guy speak, you say to yourself, I could get into Harvard Law School because they'll take any dummy. What is the proper thing for a former president to do uh, if he finds that there are uh, government documents or classified documents that are in his possession? Uh, And my understanding is they did the right thing. Maybe there's a, a different procedure for dealing with them that we are unaware of. And that's a meaningful thing that we could look at. Um, But obviously we don't want to turn this into just a political football. No, why would we want to do that, Raskin? You and your impeachment cronies. The very first thing out of his mouth was really kind of funny. He said, is this the right thing to do when a former American president takes documents Biden wasn't president. He was vice president. Here it is. What is the proper thing for a former president to do? He's not a former president. He's a former vice president, soon to be former president, but he's not now. And he wasn't when he took the documents. But that's how the Democrats try to dazzle you, try to confuse you. 
it's perfectly okay for Biden, former president, to take documents. And you Republicans out there, if you say it's okay for Donald Trump, a former president, to take them, why is it okay for our former president? Except he's not a former president. And therefore lacks the authority. And Raskin knows that. And he lies anyway. To truly be a card-carrying member of the Liberal Party today, you have to have proof of your ability to lie beyond reason and insanity, both. You've got to be able to prove them both, or you're not one of them. Can't be. It would be impossible. Even Shifty Schiff is wondering about Biden, in some way, compromising national security. I don't think we can exclude the possibility without knowing knowing more of the facts. Um, We have asked for an assessment uh, in the intelligence community of the Mar-a-Lago documents. Wow, Biden. There's one of your buddies. I guess he's no longer Biden's buddy because Biden didn't somehow save him when he's been kicked out of and off of every congressional committee there is. Maybe he thought Biden would ride to his rescue. Do you think he did? I'm thinking no. I don't believe he did. But that's just me. Karine Jean-Pierre, the little French lesbian press secretary, continues to insist that no matter how intelligent you are, or even that you're filled with common sense, it really doesn't matter if you think Biden and his gang of criminals aren't transparent, because they are. And not only that, she's here to tell you, the Department of Justice is wholly independent. Our research assistant was so busy digging these things up, her fingers must have gone crazy, and her ears must have shaken when she heard these lies. Uh, His team is going to fully cooperate with the Department of Justice. Uh, Let's not forget, the president said during the campaign that when it comes to the Department of Justice independence, he respects that. Uh, And that is something that he had said was incredibly important to make sure that they had their independence. That's why we say we're going to make sure that uh, they have their independence. And that's why I'm saying that we're we're going to refer to Department of Justice. We have been transparent in the last couple of days in member there's an ongoing process and we have spoken when it is appropriate you haven't spoken at all so you determine when we're supposed to find out the truth that's arrogant isn't it can you be any more arrogant than that little pipsqueak i don't think so arrogant and a liar completely dishonest wonderful personality traits the arrogance is incredible She continually says, and she does this on a daily basis, that if Biden says something, then it's law. You hear her say that again? You know, Biden has said during his campaign that the DOJ would remain independent. So, therefore, we're supposed to assume it is because Joe Biden said so. Anything Joe Biden says, I assume with good backing and evidentiary backing that the opposite is true. But Karine Jean-Pierre says we talk when it's appropriate. So, little black lesbian, is there a process that we need to pay attention to? Because it's an ongoing process. Because, again, it is an ongoing process. There is a process here. The Department of Justice is independent. We respect that process. Sounds like there's a process. I could be wrong. Did I hear her wrong? Let's see. Because it's an ongoing process. Because, again, it is an ongoing process. There is a process here. The Department of Justice is independent. We respect that process. Yeah, there's a process. She has to keep telling us the Department of Justice is independent. Why do you think she has to keep telling us that? Is that like the guy who continually insists he didn't cheat on his wife, even though no one asked him? I didn't hear anybody ask her if the Department of Justice was independent. She just kept saying it over and over again. By the way, in ca- she was implying this, but in case you think they're not independent, oh, they are. Biden said they were. And that's important to Biden. You know, just like he takes federal government documents seriously. He doesn't take them seriously at all. He stole at the very least four batches of documents that aren't his. 
The only thing you take seriously is when the whistle gets blown and he's in trouble. Now, he'll take that seriously. But he sure as hell couldn't give a crap about these documents. Not for a moment. And I mean not for a moment. Literally could not care less. So there was a reporter that wanted to know from Karine Jean-Pierre, is it ever okay for someone to take documents out of the White House? And as, but as far as you know, is it ever okay for classified documents to be mixed with personal? What I can say, uh, look, what I can say is what the president has said before, what I have said multiple times. We take this very seriously. The president takes uh, classified information, classified documents very seriously. Uh, but look, you know, I've said this. Uh, I've said this before. We have addressed this issue multiple times at length, uh, and uh, we have been fully cooperating uh, with the Depo- Department of Justice. And now we will be doing the same with the Special Counsel's Office. You've addressed this repeatedly at length. What is length, by the way? I know what Lent is. Lent is a season in the Catholic Church that leads up to Easter, but I don't know what length is. Anybody out there know what length is? She said she's spoken about it at length. Now, I know what length is, but I don't know what length is. And you've never spoken about it, by the way, at length or any other way. Miss Length, she's the length queen. But remember, she said Biden takes these things seriously as does she by extension. I mean, she's his mouthpiece, right? I would ask Corinne Jean-Pierre, the little black lesbian, if I had a chance. Are you confident that you're a liar? We are confident that a thorough review will show that these documents were inadvertently misplaced and the president and his lawyers acted promptly upon discovering of this mistake. It's a mistake. Federal documents, top secret, the toppest of top were taken from Obama's collection of papers by someone not authorized to take them who was acting on the other on the orders of someone else that wasn't authorized to take them that's what happened it wasn't by accident that these documents have shown up now in four different places if you want intent richard fowler there's your intent they intended to bring them to biden's home They intended to store them three or four different places. Three at the house, one at the Biden think tank, whatever that is. They keep making their case for us when they open their big mouths because they're not bright people. I can say that at length. And, of course, they're always giving you those excuses. She's confident it's all going to go away. The inadvertent defense is going to work. Jonathan Turley, law professor, constitutional law expert, is the inadvertence defense going to work? But what's really astonishing is how all of these people are coming forth and saying, look, this pretty much, you know, the record as it stands shows inadvertence. What record? You have, at, at most, you have a, a group of documents that were divided for some reason and sent to different locations. Uh, if the president interacted with those documents, then he shatters this defense. And more importantly, it makes these recent statements look like an effort to deceive the public and the FBI. That's exactly what it looks like. Because you know why? That's exactly what they did. But the liberals tell you it was inadvertence. (laughs) You go figure that out. Jonathan Turley, what do you think? But what's really astonishing is how all... You already said that. No need to repeat it. The Biden camp also wants you to think that Congress has no reason and no legitimate authority to want to see these documents, to investigate them. Do they have that authority, Jonathan Turley? 
Well, you know, there was a curious statement out of the White House that this information is personal because this is the personal residence of uh, the president. Uh, that dog won't hunt. I mean, you, you really don't have an argument that this is now a purely personal residence when you've stored highly classified documents there. So this is, at, at best, uh, an investigatory scene. Uh, but you can't just say that because it's the private residence that Congress has no right to find out who had access to an area that may have compromised national security. Yeah, you think? I mean, it's incredible. And now they don't have any log. The Biden people don't have a log of any of the people that visited that Delaware mansion. Why do you suppose they didn't keep a log? Because they wanted the identity of the people that showed up there to never be known. There is no other reason. None. The little black lesbian is confident that when the truth is shown which it already has been shown, by the way. After this thorough investigation, as our research assistant points out, that the results of the investigation will show it was inadvertent. Of course it will. Before being appointed as a special prosecutor by Merrick Garland, who works for Wuhan Willie, I guarantee you that special prosecutor, Mr. Herr, was told by Garland, here's what Joe wants Here's how this will go, and here's the result we want. And again, if you think anything else is at play here, I can't help you. There's something missing in your brain power. Clearly something missing. So it's really it's really scary that you think Congress doesn't have a right to see your stuff, but they do. But now let's switch from inadvertence as their defense, because they've got a lot of them. Now all of a sudden, it's preserving democracy. That's one of their favorites. Remember the Republicans were going to destroy democracy in the midterms, and now the reason for Biden stealing top-secret papers that weren't his, committing a felony in the process, multiple felonies, now, all of a sudden, the defense shifts from inadvertence to saving democracy as Saki 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 enlightens us. So this argument that this very different case of Biden's mm-hmm. classified documents is going to be a political problem for him doesn't hasn't really even played out on the other side. And I think that's important to note because the difference, as you said, is who's defending democracy. And the answer to that is pretty clear. It is. Well, I, I would say it is, actually. It's just not what she thinks it is. She says in this very these very different cases, she's saying that to plant in your mind that Donald Trump's criminal and Biden's not, when the truth is just the opposite. If they were to find Donald Trump guilty of anything, and they won't, but if they were to, it would be a civil matter. It's not a criminal matter. There is no allegation of any crimes having been committed at Mar-a-Lago. There is criminal allegations that surround Biden's theft of Obama's papers. And I'm not quite sure what Saki actually said there. She likes to talk in circles because she's a born bullshitter. So when people are born as a bullshitter, they usually bullshit you. Telling the truth has escaped them permanently. If the truth were hitting them in the face, they'd just say, well, I've got something else i got to say. So I love how they try to spin this, but it just doesn't work. Uh, Stephen Miller, do you think the defense of democracy defense works? No, it's not going to work. Trying to spin Joe Biden's theft of classified documents and his family's illicit connections to foreign governments like China as a defense of democracy is a grave insult to the intelligence of every single American voter. And if that's the best argument they can come up with, then they are in serious trouble. Couldn't agree more. If that's the best you've got, defense of democracy. What was the defense of democracy, by the way? Stealing stuff? I'm not quite sure how that comes in. And that's what I mean. Saki just talks in circles and BSs you. 
the defense of, defense of democracy. Huh. It's a new one. It's a good one. It's not going to work, though. Speaker Kevin McCarthy sort of broke down the differences in the two cases for all of the saki saki sakis in the world to understand. From one standpoint, they knew the documents were there. They actually asked President Trump to put another lock on, so they were locked. You look at President um, Biden. He wasn't president. He was vice president. He held these in different locations right out in the open. He criticized President Trump. Did he utilize the Justice Department to raid President Trump? Did you think that was right? They knew this has happened to President Biden before the election, but they kept it a secret from the American public. He goes on 60 Minutes, criticizes President Trump, even knowing what he has done, and he wasn't president at the time. Now we find another location that it's at, but he refused to answer. His press secretary won't answer the questions. We, you watched them leak photos of sitting out files of President Trump. Where's the photos of President Biden's documents? Where are those photos at? He knowingly knew this happened going into election, going into interviews. This is what makes America not trust their government. You cannot have one form of law because somebody philosophically has a different opinion than you, and you can't use the Justice Department to go after people that are politically different as well. It has to be equal across. And what I'm finding what's happening with President Biden time and again, you go from a laptop saying it not only that it wasn't true, but utilizing your own friends to go into companies to tell them to say the same thing, to try to knock down information, to try to make sure the New York Post story couldn't be printed. Bingo, bango, and bongo. Now, another uh, story that has surfaced over the weekend, Donald Trump um, on Truth Social said that he's been politically targeted and uniquely persecuted, unlike his predecessor, Obama, by the National Archives Association. Now, they very rarely comment on anything, but they saw fit to comment here. And what they said was, and I'll break it down to you rather than read the entire statement, the National Archives has, is responding to Donald Trump, which they never do, by the way, They claim they have 30 million pages of unclassified documents from Obama and they have them stored. And then another huge set of documents is in the Chicago area. So what's important about this? Well, first of all, they're lying. They're absolutely lying. They're claiming, in fact, that the papers in Trump's possession contain nuclear secrets. No, they didn't. That's another lie. And so they're securing all of Biden's documents. That everything Biden has is kept safe and secure by the National Archives. How can that be true when Obama's papers are in Biden's garage, Mark Levin? These records that Biden has are Obama administration records. The National Archives lied through its teeth or hasn't kept track of all the classified material. But it felt it necessary after making a referral against Donald Trump to the Department of Justice. It felt necessary to speak out, to intercede without solicitation and to say Obama was perfect. Everything he has is under our control. And that's a lie because in at least three locations, Obama records were found. That's a sobering slap in the face, isn't it? I think it is. The National Archives has now joined the long list of Washingtonians who just blatantly lie. They knew they were lying before they issued the statement. They knew the documents had been found in Biden's office at the UPenn Center, in his garage, at two different locations, and in a study. By the way, do you know what I put in my garage? Crap. Stuff that I'm either either waiting for the St. Vincent de Paul Society to come and get, or stuff that I'm throwing away. 
Biden, who takes these top-secret documents very seriously, he told you that, so it's true, threw them out in his garage next to his Corvette. Is that how you would treat stuff? like? You know, let's say you have a bunch of wonderful pictures of your childhood, and your child's childhood, and you really want to save them and make them into something special. Do you throw them out in the garage? I don't think you do. I don't. Maybe I'm unique. I am unique, but maybe not for that reason. And then you have Chuck Todd, one of the most despicable forms of life ever to patrol the earth. I notice I didn't say that God created because I don't believe God did. God is unerring. God is perfect. Creating this tool would not be evidence of perfection. So he had Ron Johnson on his stupid-ass Sunday show. And I would advise Republicans, and I would never do this normally, don't even give them the time of day anymore. None of those liberals ever come on Fox, so don't even give them the time of day. Because they'll simply do what Todd did. They'll try to lie about you. Listen to this. Do you have a crime that you think Hunter Biden committed? Because I've yet to see anybody explain it is not a crime to make money off your last name. So, Chuck, you ought to read the Marco Polo report uh, where they detail all kinds of potential crimes. You know, Senator Grassley... Oh, oh, let me just stop you there. Potential. Potential is I'll take it your word that you're ethically bothered by Hunter Biden. I'm curious, though. You seem are, to have are, a pattern. Are you not? Uh, I are seem you to have not? a pattern. I, I'm a journalist. I have to deal in facts. Not? I'm a journalist. I deal in facts. This guy is so full of crap. I've got news for him. Potential crimes. Your question was, do you have any evidence of any crimes that Hunter Biden's committed? Ron Johnson said, we have all kinds of evidence of potential crimes that he's committed. You want to see the evidence, Todd? Go read the report. In due time, we'll find out if the bought and paid for Justice Department will actually charge Hunter Biden. But I promise you this. When a Republican gets in the White House, they will charge him because he has committed crime after crime. If you just look at the video on the laptop, he's smoking illegal drugs. That's a crime, Chuck Todd, in case you don't recognize a crime when you see one, because I think your birth was a crime. And so does Molly Hemingway. Molly, don't pull back. Tell us what you think of Todd. Well, Chuck Todd is not a journalist, first of all. No. He spent years pushing the Russia collusion hoax, which was this deranged conspiracy theory that Donald Trump had won the election by colluding with, with Russia to steal the election. And he would come on day after day, week after week, and berate anybody who didn't share his conspiracy thinking. And now, when it, we're actually dealing with Hunter Biden, who's under real investigation, who uh, you know, we already know that he had problems paying taxes. Again, the Department of Justice was very friendly about letting him repay some of the taxes that he that he had failed to pay. He's got gun issues that he's dealt with, drug issues, prostitution issues. He's been working with foreign oligarchs and corrupt regimes across the world. And now, you know, with all of that there that we know about, all of a sudden, Chuck Todd says, I don't think we should rush to judgment. He has done nothing but rush to judgment for years. And it's really one of these things, too. I think Republicans need to think about whether they should even... You know, be on a show where you have some sort of deranged conspiracy theorist like that. Um, he has shown himself to be operating in such bad faith for so long. There's really no need to treat him like a legitimate person. Wow. Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? Molly Hemingway, who's very intelligent, doesn't normally destroy someone like that. That's how woefully pathetic Chuck Todd is as a human being. He is scum personified. If he gets a Democrat on his show, he virtually whispers the questions to them, basically apologizing. You know, I'm going to ask you these tough questions. Okay, I'll start now. How's your family? And he continually rudely interrupted Ron Johnson, who was trying to explain the evidence of the crimes. But Todd wouldn't have that because Todd says, I'm a journalist. I deal in facts. You don't want to know a fact if it hits you in the head. Molly Hemingway perfectly described his obsession 
with Russia, Russia, Russia. And if you don't agree with him, you're not on his show. Chuck Todd is an arrogant, pompous ass. Tim Russert would be rolling over in his grave if he knew this clown, this criminal Todd, because in my opinion, that's criminal to lie to the American public when you have a job that he has. He's sickening. He's a sickening human being. By the way, as far as that Marco Polo report that Ron Johnson referenced is concerned, a research assistant points out that every single member of Congress was given a copy of that report. Every single one of them. Why doesn't Chuck Todd read one? Surely his liberal cronies have their one have their Marco Polo report in their possession. Ask them if you can read it. My guess is they sent one to Todd anyway. The Republicans. Here, dumbass, read this if you can even read. I would have to question a guy like Todd. Is he capable of reading? He's proven time after time that his arrogance and his deceit and his obsessive behavior is one of someone who's illiterate. So I'm wondering, can he even read? Perhaps not. Maybe that's why he didn't say he would go ahead and read that report, because he can't read. He has to have mommy read it at bedtime. That is one of the worst people you'll ever hear. I had to stop watching that show on Sunday mornings a long time ago. I couldn't take the guy. Now, that never happens for me. Almost never, no matter how bad they are, I almost never have to shut them off. Other than the shows, the stations and the networks that I never watch, period. But but Todd? I used to watch that show when Russert was on. Russert was an aggressive questioner. Didn't matter if you were Democrat or Republican. And he asked you questions with facts-based. Which were fact-based, I should say. He didn't lollygag. He didn't care who you were. He truly did hold you accountable. But not this guy. This guy is on a one-attack mission, and that's attack conservatives and Republicans and Donald Trump while I'm at it. Make sure Donald Trump gets a good dose of attacks because, after all, he is the sworn enemy of lunatics like Chuck Todd. Congratulations to Molly Hemingway for putting that, I won't say what he is, in his place. I loved it. Do you remember when Biden said, and he continues to say, I'll reach across the aisle I'll work with my Republican colleagues. Of course, then turning around and calling them all kinds of names. You MAGA Republicans, you are fiscally demented, and a host of other things. You're racist, you're white supremacists. But yeah, I'll reach across the aisle and work with all of you. You will? Then why is your press secretary, the nimble black lesbian, Karine Jean-Pierre, saying that they won't deal with Republicans. In fact, over this debt ceiling issue, there'll be no negotiation. Look, as you've heard us uh, say before, uh, we will not be uh, be doing any negotiation over the debt ceiling. Uh, uh, but broadly speaking, at the start of this new Congress, uh, we're reaching out to all the members uh, through the Office of Ledge Affairs, making sure that uh, they, uh, making sure that we have those connections with those new members, as I just stated. But I want to say, like in the past, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again, uh, there's been a bipartisan cooperation when it comes to uh, lifting the debt ceiling, and that's how it should be. That's how we should continue. It's not, it's not, and should not be a political football. This is not political gamemanship, and we are. There, this should be done without. Conditions, and that's how we see this process moving Sorry, forward. You say that there'll be no negotiating. You, you will not negotiate anything involving spending. He is to me the he is to me the epitome of what real racism is. Oops, I, I hit he, the wrong. I hit the wrong. The the Look, as you've heard Let's us go back uh, to this say one. before, uh, we will not be uh, be doing any negotiation over the debt ceiling. And, uh, but broadly speaking, at the start of this new Congress. Uh, we're reaching out to all the members uh, through the Office of Ledge Affairs, making sure that uh, they, uh, making sure that we have those connections with those new members, as I just stated. But I want to say, like in the past, and I've said this.
this before, and I'll say it again. Uh, there's been a bipartisan cooperation when it comes to uh, lifting the debt ceiling, and that's how it should be. That's how it should continue. It's not, it's not and should not be a political football. This is not political gamemanship, and we are. There's, this should be done without conditions, and that's how we see this process okay. moving Sorry, forward. You say that there'll be no negotiating. You, you will not negotiate anything involving spending. What, what we're saying is that there should be this should be done without conditions. So let me see if I can recap that idiot. In the past, the debt ceiling issues have always been done in a bipartisan manner. So she's telling you that that's how it should be done. And then she says, but there'll be no negotiations. None. No restrictions. It's our way. If you don't like it, pound salt. But we're doing it our way. So, so much for that bipartisan crap that she was spewing. That woman is hopelessly full of crap. She continually says stuff like, as I've told you before, as you've heard me say, as you've heard the president say, as if those words are gospel. I don't care if you've lied before. You're lying now. You're a congenital liar. There's something in your DNA that makes you think lying for a living is a cool thing. What a great gig I have. Well, what's your job? I lie for a living and get paid for it. I was a born liar all my life, but no one paid me for it. But now they do. And guess who pays me? You do. You do. Wow. And so much for Biden's promise in the early part of his campaign that if anybody in his administration talked about people in a negative way, they'd be fired on the spot. That's all that's happened in his regime. (laughs) But when you're a born liar, and when you now get paid to lie, she thinks that's a pretty cool gig. She's not alone. There's a lot of people in Washington who think that. A lot of them. And I noticed yesterday somebody saying, we've got to cut through the red tape. Washington, D.C. will never cut through the red tape. Do you know why? Because there are tens of thousands of people employed by the government that are red tape. If you get rid of red tape, they don't have a job. Their job is to obstruct things. Imagine that we pay with our taxpayer money the salaries of people who are paid to obstruct things and to slow things down to make sure things don't even happen. No progress can be made. I mentioned earlier in the show that Matt Gates would have a story about what I believe Josh Hawley should be doing, and that is compiling a bill, take it to Schumer's committee or Schumer himself, demand a vote, when he decides that he will not get a vote, you hold a news conference the next day, and you do that every day until you so thoroughly, thoroughly shame this guy that he has no choice but then to bring it to the floor for a vote. And when he does, every one of those Democrats will be have, have to be on the record voting against something that's going to help you and me. And that's the way that should go. No other way. I'm hopeful that we, if we went off the air, it's only been for a second or two. Someone's telling me that we disappeared. Hopefully we're back. Um, but I'm not so sure. It shows that we're doing just fine here. Um, so I don't know. Let me know if you guys are hearing me. But I'm not 100% sure what's actually happened. Okay, now we're back. All right, so who knows what happened there. It's momentary. It seems like they do that every day now to us, the incompetent liberals at Charter. Remember who owned Charter, who founded it, really, was uh, Paul, what's his name, up there in Seattle, uh, Gates' buddy. So just always understand that Charter is an uber-liberal company. And I mean uber. So anyway, with Matt Gates, as I was saying, I've advised Hawley, and he should take my advice, to craft a bill, give it to Schumer, demand a vote. When Schumer denies the vote, hold a news conference every single day until you thoroughly shame this guy. 
They won't do that. In Matt Gates's case, you have to do the same thing. He did part of it. He crafted a bill, took it to Pelosi for a floor vote, and, of course, I'll let him tell the story. That happened. I mean, we had bills that were moving through the Judiciary Committee that passed out of the Judiciary Committee that broke up big tech, and we were all getting ready for them to come to the floor. And on the dip, Paul Pelosi bought a bunch of those stocks. Wow. And then guess what? Guess what? They never fucking came to the floor. Wow. What a surprise. (laughs) That's Washington, D.C. That's the Pelosi crime family. Paul Pelosi stopped those votes from being taken. Apparently now we're back off again. Are we back on, folks? Let me know. I don't get it. But there are people listening far away as Florida who are telling me that it's gone and back on. People listening close by, people in South County. So I'm assuming we're back on. But I don't know that for a fact. Because if we were, they'd be telling me, right? They could hear me. Huh. I'm not a technical genius, but nothing at my end says that we're down. Nothing. So bizarre. Paul Allen. I don't know what I'm going to do here, but I'm going to have to get some something back. Uh, let's see. Mm-hmm. What shall we do to fix this? Tapping into my technology here. So what I'm going to do, see if this works. I'm going to shut her down and then bring her back. See if that flies. 